everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast. I'm Charlotte Rogers, Acting Features Editor at Marketing Week, and today I'm joined by Becky Dive, UK Head of Marketing at pret It's fair to say 2020 was a busy year for Pret. As lockdown set in, the company ramped up its focus on delivery, cementing its partnerships with the likes of Deliveroo, Uber Eats and Just Eat. Amid the rollout of the Your Pret Barista subscription service, Pret also started selling its ground coffee on Amazon and Ocado. The chain pivoted quickly to serve more than 100,000 NHS staff with its 50% discount offer, a move which saw Pret trend on Twitter and drove a 620% uplift in engagement on social media. The company has donated in excess of 400,000 items to 120 charities and 40 hospitals since the start of the pandemic. Despite the pressures of lockdown, Pret has also invested in innovation, expanding its vegan menu and launching new products using ideas crowdsourced on social. During this time, Becky made the step up from Senior Marketing Manager, becoming UK Head of Marketing in September. Welcome, Becky. Hello. So, 2020 has undoubtedly been a year um, that everyone in marketing will never forget. And it's been a time where Pret has pivoted to delivery, click and collect, subscriptions. How have you gone about championing these new revenue streams for the business and bringing new services to market? Wow, listening to that intro, it definitely is a bit of a God, there's lots going on, isn't there? But um, I think what's interesting um, for me is that obviously it looks as if uh, we very, very rapidly switched on everything from scratch, whereas really um, a lot of these have been plans in the pipeline um, for a while. I think what the COVID pandemic has enabled us to do is give us the license to speed up um, a lot of these projects and reprioritize things internally to make sure that we're able to take our business to where customers are while we can no longer currently um, rely on our shop estates alone. Um, I think the only anomaly to that was the coffee subscription um, that was conceived and executed all within a couple of months, uh, which was absolutely amazing to be a part of. So uh, we now offer customers five coffees a month for just £20 and they get the first month free and it's done through a monthly subscription model wrapper. So it's completely game-changing in the hospitality sector. I think we've all seen, I know for myself and my friends um, as, as, um, as examples, but the growth of subscriptions, the norm in, in sectors like beauty and entertainment. But it's really exciting to start to see this transition to coffee and absolutely to be the brand that's driving that evolution. And we're given confidence by the fact the customer response has been so good. Um, it definitely helps us differentiate our brand and, and what we offer as well. Um, I think it is worth acknowledging that obviously the nature of being first with anything means that there's, there's still plenty to do um, in how we evolve um, the ways that customers can use their subscriptions along with the ways that they shop with Pret more broadly. Um, so there's definitely plenty to be getting on with. And for me, I think um, we forged a new partnership with Brain Labs last summer, and that's been fundamental in a lot of these successes. So they were brought on board as our digital agency last summer and have supported us in bringing these new digital propositions to market and more widely helping transform us from a, a very purist brand marketing company to one that is a brand and performance marketing company. And I don't think that that will be changing once we come out the other side of this pandemic. It's so interesting what you're saying there about kind of um, moving into the digital space and how you've you've kind of gone from, as you said, kind of pure brand to this sort of mix with, with brand and performance marketing. And you say there that, that these things were sort of, you know, already ongoing pre-COVID, but it's kind of turbocharged everything, you know, that was already going on. Has that been an interesting shift to kind of move into that digital space? Yeah, absolutely. I think on a personal level, it's been exciting. It's good to have new challenges. And I think also 
it's quite a rare situation to be at such a big brand that's it's so much in its infancy in terms of its digital propositions. That's been something that I keep bearing in mind that this is probably a very once in a lifetime position to be in with a company. And I think actually where we have um, for the past 10 months or so during the pandemic, we have had to lean as a business much more heavily on marketing to be able to find our customers and reach them wherever they are versus leaning heavily, as I said, on our shop estate. And I think for me, that's massively how leadership wants the business to run in the long term. We know that we need to evolve beyond having our shops where customers can come and find us and actually pivoting our approach and creating digital journeys to reach them wherever they may be. So yeah, it's very exciting and obviously lots of challenges with it. But yes, I think uh, we're, we're finding it motivating more than anything. Sounds amazing. And I think it's so interesting to hear you say that the business is leaning into marketing. And one of the things that you personally um, you know, are behind in your team is the Pretz 50% off promotion for the NHS um, during the first wave of COVID-19, which um, I was reading led to a 66% increase in share of voice in the space of 24 hours for the Pret brand. How did you bring this idea from concept to store? And what did you learn from its success that you're going to take going forward? It was actually just a conversation over WhatsApp, which I remember at the time felt totally wild and, you know, really free from constraints. But as I'm sure everyone's found, that's becoming ever more the norm with working from home. But we managed to mobilise all the relevant teams that we needed and to get the idea live in under 48 hours, which was absolutely incredible. And to me, is a really good example of why I love working at Pret. It is always a really dynamic place. And I think this was probably the first of what became many quick turnarounds during the past 10 months. But I think on top of the kind of functional element of it, it reinforced our brand value of doing the right thing, which is one of our the four brand values at the heart of our business. So I think everyone spotted a social issue and looked at how Pret could offer support. Um, and everyone involved all the way up into leadership was motivated to get this done really quickly as we knew that it was something that was genuinely needed by the communities our shops are in. So I think to me, looking at it in terms of learnings in the longer term, um, it definitely reinforced that notion that if everyone is completely on board with the ambition, I think genuinely anything is possible. It definitely um, has motivated me to keep pushing boundaries and come up with new ideas for the business, because I think that we've shown that as a brand, this mentality has allowed for these big projects and transformation to happen at pace during the past 10 months. I'm just hearing you say how quickly you went from the WhatsApp conversation to, to that becoming you know, an offer that was out there. And one of the things that people were talking about right at the early days of of lockdown, right at the start of the pandemic last year, is fascinating. And I think one point that you've really put a lot of energy into is obviously R&D and the fact that you've been working on you know for example introducing nine new vegan products to the menu and doing the social search for the next pret sandwich as a brand how do you make sure that you continue to innovate even in challenging times like this yeah I think the new launches we're definitely probably more proud of than ever just given the the circumstances that we've all been working in but I think that the meatless meatball hot wrap um, is kind of our January hero and that one's actually been in the pipeline for a little while So our customers have been clamoring for more vegan hot food from us. And while there has absolutely been a wait for us to launch something, the food team have ensured that it's a product that is 
you know, at the prep quality which customers expect. Um, it's the first time we've ever launched a plant-based meat alternative. So we knew that we absolutely had to get it right. And I think our food developers went through over 20 recipes, uh, I think, before it was signed off. So we are really confident in the product as a vegan launch. And so much so that the, the business made the decision that we would remove the meat version for the month of January. So I think that for me was an amazing sign of confidence that, you know, whether you're a long time vegan, hardened meat eater, actually, we're so confident that everyone will like the product. We wanted to encourage trial to show customers how good it is. And I think from a marketing team's perspective, given the confidence that we had in the product, we knew that we also needed a really confident launch. So we took that upon ourselves to relook at how we communicate to customers in Veganuary. I think it's become very similar to other calendar events where you have a pretty good steer of what your competitors are going to be promoting. So we knew that we would need a strategy that would dodge a lot of the noise, be disruptive in our own way and ensure that the product is able to stand out from the plethora of vegan lines to make sure it could get the spotlight. So we were obviously looking to celebrate the launch of a meatless meatball hot wrap. So that sparked the idea to partner with Big Zoo, who is a grime MC and he's got his own food show as well. Um, and we worked with him to release a meatless meatball wrap. We were able to definitely fulfill the strategy. We sort of were able to create this standalone platform for the product. But it also, which I think was increasingly important, we were able to fulfill parts of our brand mission as well um, of spreading joy through food and coffee. So I think we were planning the launch in Q4 last year, and I think we were all pretty confident that January was going to be gloomy. I think 2020 has thrown so much at people, and then we knew there was going to be the outcome of Brexit, whatever that may be. So we looked at how we could use this campaign to bring a smile to customers in the new year. And I think it, partnering with Big Zoo has definitely ticked all of those boxes. So he is a massive prep fan um, and a genuinely funny character. So his output was spot on for every element of the strategy and has had a real impact. So I think from a campaign perspective, the content has definitely stood out and made people smile. But the product itself um, is already in our top five bestsellers, which is absolutely unheard of at Pret. You, you just cannot shift those top five. So for me, really encouraging that, that this strategy has worked. And you also mentioned, um, mentioned at the start there, our next Pret sandwich competition, which we ran over lockdown last year. And this was where we asked our customers to submit their dream Pret recipe and then ultimately let our fans decide of those entries what we launched. So on a whole, a very different strategy for a food brand to be asking the customers to kind of be doing the innovating on our behalf. But I think for me, that in itself is arguably innovative. So bringing the customers literally into our chef's shoes to put what they want to see from us on the shelves. And we've just done that with our customer Paula's um, vegan sunshine and spice uh, wrap recipe. So that launched this month. So there's definitely evolutions to the ways that we're innovating across the teams. And there's definitely a motivation to keep going, as you say, even in what is definitely a very challenging time. I think for me, the thing that's kind of constantly playing in the back of my mind is what our CEO, Pano, told us at the start of the pandemic. And he encouraged us to act and think like a startup. And I think keeping reminding myself of that means you know, I feel reassured that we have got the green light to rip up the rule book and try new things. And I think while it definitely isn't easy, I think that's often what's ensuring we keep innovating and, and pushing the brand to evolve. 
I mean, it sounds like you've had so much kind of going on, all these different ideas, these different processes, innovations, and that's a lot of new things going on in the business. Plus, you know, on a personal level, you've kind of moved up to the UK head of marketing role. Can you tell me a bit about that experience of sort of taking on more responsibility at, you know, at a time like this? Obviously, as with all businesses during the past 10 months, for all the ups, there have, of course, been downs. And the UK head of marketing role was actually created as part of an internal restructure. But what there's also been is masses of support from leadership. So for me, both in terms of stepping up into a leadership position myself, but also in managing the volume of pressure that everyone is under right now. And I think considering I'm arguably the one tasked with getting customers through the tills and keeping them engaged with the brand, it has been really invaluable to have that support. So, you know, it's a balance of guidance, but also good humour, I think, from, from lots of people at Pret, but also from my network um, outside of the business as well has hugely helped. So it's definitely been, been a strange one, but I, I am hugely proud and incredibly lucky and to be taking the reins from some absolutely amazing marketing leads before me. But I also think that brings with it a whole other load of pressure. Um, but I think at such a transformative time for the brand, um, there's, there's definitely plenty of opportunity there as well. Definitely. Um, and I think opportunity is one of those things, isn't it? Where as a leader, kind of how you keep the momentum going and keep the team sort of chasing growth. And I suppose what is a really difficult part of the pandemic again now, you know, how do you as a leader kind of get the marketing team fired up for all the challenges? Because it sounds like you've been doing so many different kind of interesting things. How do you keep the ideas flowing um, as we move into 2021? Well, I'm, I'm lucky that I've got a very incredible team. Um, so both the direct UK marketing team and the wider teams that we work hand in hand with every day. And I think I, I've sort of touched on it already, but the brief to us to sort of act like a startup is definitely one which we refer back to. It brings an odd sense of calm that actually it is okay not to have an immediate answer for something we've never done before and a license to test things now with the focus being for the longer term. But also, like I touched on at the start, the, the need to digitize the brand means that we are, as a team, even more relevant um, in the business while we can't lean into shop locations. So I think that's been incredibly motivating that, that we are so intrinsically linked to so many of the projects that are there. And also for us to be pushed to think differently, you know, it keeps things fresh. You know, a lot of the digital planning that we're doing is completely new for the business. So it's definitely an exciting time to feel like you're kind of on the cusp of lots of change. I think it is also worth kind of stepping back outside of the business and, you know, everyone's tired, I think. 2020 has been really, it was so hard. And I just, I, I do think that, you know, lockdown's exhausting, the pandemic's exhausting. And I think it does mean that things at times just really don't feel easy. But I think coupled with, as I said at the start, how, you know, this is so once in a lifetime to be at a brand doing so much with so much license to change. I do think that that is something special and unique. And I, and I definitely try and kind of encourage my team to look at the opportunity as much as look at the workload. And I think for me personally, you know, most heads of marketing maybe have one or two massive game changing propositions to launch in their time in a role. Whereas, you know, I've been tasked to launch and nail a new coffee subscription service order ahead propositions um, launches into supermarkets um, you know are increasingly important relationships with our delivery partners a whole load of stuff that's coming for 2021 that I, I can't talk about just yet I think everyone feels motivated by that and the individual impact that they can all have on a brand that we all personally love but also know that so many other 
people love. So I think there's a lot that the brand does to help motivate us as well. It does sound that way. And it, and it sounds like you've totally relished this opportunity and this kind of experience of, of taking on and, and, and sort of running with ideas. There might be people listening to this who are thinking, I feel stuck in my role or my business doesn't want to kind of push the innovation agenda or I'm struggling to kind of get sign up on budgets. You know, lastly, what advice would you have for marketers who want to take on a new challenge but kind of feel a bit stuck? I think for me, um, engaging leadership has definitely been hugely important, um, both from stepping into a new role uh, and doing so many new things. I think the need to quickly build trust and get senior stakeholders engaged with the why we're doing things um, and bringing them on the journey um, has been hugely important so that they feel part of the change rather than just kind of having something presented when it's polished and ready to go, because often there can be that real disconnect. It feels almost too rogue. Um, versus obviously the strategic thinking behind it. So I think that's played a huge part in in where we've got to at Pret over the last few months. I also think um, looking at the pandemic as an example, planning for the long term, I think I've been amazed that the vast majority of the work streams that Pret has live at the moment are based on that longer term growth versus trying to just get through a lockdown. So I think that's something that, again, to be able to relay that back to leadership as to the reasoning behind change, um, I think is really important because ultimately that's what every business is is battling for at the moment. It is that longer term um, kind of survival beyond the next six months or the next 12 months. The next one, I think for me, and I'm probably biased because I've got an agency background, but I just think leaning on agency and industry partners making them feel invested in the brand um, and feeling a part of the journey that you're going on means that you get a bigger team ultimately and and you get more ideas and more enthusiasm and on sometimes on the days when you're just feeling really wiped by things actually joining a call and seeing people so excited you know about some amazing results that we've got from a test and learn you know that that is just an added source of energy and momentum i think we've worked um hugely closely with the Brain Labs team. But I think from an industry perspective, across Q4, we uh, worked very closely with TikTok. And that's a relationship that I'm, I'm thrilled to see has continued through into the new year. So I think that for me is has been important to carve the time out for, for external partners as well. Um, and I think the last one's probably probably a bit of an obvious one, but I just think be brave. I just think it's, it's, it's scary to put something forward that is so different or... Um, you know, potentially doesn't sound as obvious a solution as maybe people are expecting from a a marketeer. But I think I was in a meeting the other day and our um, chief customer and growth officer um, said that now is arguably the time to be testing everything um, in our sector, particularly um, ahead of footfall returning in, in whatever way it does. And to me, that was so refreshing. I just think everything is the opposite of business as usual right now. And so for me, I just think we should be taking the opportunity to reflect that in our work. Oh, thanks, Peggy. That is absolutely like fab insight um, and kind of all around managing up and leadership and confidence and influencing. So thank you so much. Um, We hope you enjoyed this latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learned podcast. And you can check out the next episode coming soon on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. That just leaves me to thank Becky and you for listening. Thanks.